Jay. And I'm Adam, and you're listening to Showgaze, a movie musical podcast. We're a One Jersey boy and a music man who left One the chorus line in Chicago. And are listening to the sound of music goals to help pay the rent for your pleasure. The Wizard of Oz. Wait, why did you have the Wizard of Oz? I needed a button, a bat. I needed a ballad, honestly. Okay. Yeah. Can you just button it, please? This is showcase. Ding-dong, the witch is dead, witch old witch. Wicked witch! Ding-dong, the wicked witch is dead. <laughs> the first time I ever heard a song from Wizard of Oz was season two of American Idol when Kimberly Locke, Kimberly Locke sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Oh, I really wanted you to say she sang like, If I Were King of the Force. No. I were the king of the forest. No, she sang Somewhere Over the Rainbow, and I thought that song was, like, a black woman ballad. Until I saw the movie. And I was like, oh. How did you never heard that? How, what year was this? How old were you? Eighth grade. How did you... Leah Salonga has sang that song, so I don't know how you've missed it. Today we are doing The okay, Queen. Okay, listen. The we Queen said we were going to let you choose. I don't give a fuck. We're we not just, letting you choose. We just decided for ourselves. We decided. We chose the queen of all movie musicals, mama. It was originally... Is it the queen or is it the grandmother of all movie musicals? The grand wizard of all uh-huh. <laughs> movie musicals. No, please don't say grand wizard. <laughs> it's the Wizard of Oz starring this young up-and-coming yeah, star. Yeah, I never heard of her. Ju- Judith Judy, Garland. <laughs> Ju- Judy Garland. Frank Morgan, Ray Bolger, Burt Lahr, Billy Burke, Margaret Hamilton, Charlie Grapewin, Clara Blandick. Listen, the only other name I'm you need to know is Margaret I'm going to assume that all Hamilton. of those people were stars at the time. Yeah, they were like vaudeville people. Okay. I know this was Judy's breakout movie, but was this like her first movie? This? No, this was... No, because she had done stuff with Mickey... She'd already done some of her Mickey Rooney movies already. Oh. Yeah, she okay. was an early star. She was 16 when she made this. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. I, so- <laughs> I didn't know what you wanted me to say. So, it was... The year was... 1939. It was directed by Victor Fleming, who went on to do Gone with the Wind. It actually had, like, three different... Four? Three different directors? Because it had one... And then the producer was like, I don't like what he's doing with it. And then he brought in, like, an interim director, and then Victor Fleming came in, and then somebody else came in, so four. And then somebody else came in right at the very end because they moved Victor to take over for Gone with the Wind because they didn't like how Gone with the Wind was going. Hmm. Which is funny because then Gone with the, so Gone with the Wind was also directed by Victor Fleming, and they were both up for the 1939 Best Picture Oscar, but then Gone with the Wind won. Oh, that's funny. I didn't know that. It had a ton of screenplay writers, um... But only three are credited, but it was the 30s, so, like, nobody knew what actual crediting was. This is when credits could be at the front of movies, because they were like, mm, did you work on it? Does it matter? No. 
Now it's like a 20 minute long sequence at the very Yeah, end. everyone has to be the interns, the interns, craft services, the babies who were born during production, best boys, crafts. Did you already say craft services? Well, yes. it deserves to be reset. Craft services. Again. again. They repeat it. It starts with the craft services yeah. and then again at the end. Highest billing craft services. How much and how much did it make? It's an MGM, by the way. Metro Golden Mayer. Mayer, yes. Golden Mayer. <laughs> Golden Mayer distributed this film. Okay, so its budget, which for 1939 money is shocking, $2.7 million. The Munchkins alone. And then the original release got them three, $3 million, but it's not like it was like a smash hit. Like it didn't blow anything out of the water. But then, because it was 39 and home video wasn't a thing then they did re-releases until like the 780s I, I think and those are 22.3 million dollars that's a lot of dollars <laughs> that's a lot of dollars why do I have the hiccups for for a movie that is like an hour and 40 minutes right. and it's fairly simple yeah it's a fairly simple movie right but there's so much in this like not only in like First of all, Judy Garland. Just her life alone is like multiple movies, miniseries, like books. There's a lot of shit happens to Judy. But like I feel like this movie is such a pivotal movie in like pop culture in general. Yeah. I noticed when I was watching the movie, like I had noticed so many references mm-hmm. and like tropes that literally I've seen in like pop culture now. That's why I know Wizard of Oz. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. there's so many things in it. Like, even just, like, famous lines. I had no idea It's just, like, an American cultural touchstone. Yeah. Like, this movie is, like... That's why the great movie ride ends with this movie. Not that it's, like, the greatest film ever made. It's not Citizen Kane. But it's one that literally every person can connect to. It's so, like... American. Yes. <laughs> this movie is so American. I know. From the and it's also very gay. Yeah. It's very gay. So I've just been listening I started listening to this podcast. <laughs> the episode that I was listening to was about Judy's like final years and how like she basically just like fell from grace. So like she was a contract actor or whatever from MGM. Right. So they and were then, they were like signed to a studio? Yeah, they were That's signed how, to a studio. How it used to work? Yeah, and then and, if they had to do work for another studio, like they would like it was literally like a baseball team scenario where they would have their team, and then they would be like, "Oh, well, we want this person from the other team to pl- play for this movie, so we'll swap yeah. these people for them." Just anxiety and like the pressure of being a Hollywood star because like just like Judy Garland's life is notorious of being like being told what she needs like just pressures of what it means to be in Hollywood like mm-hmm. like her mom was a huge like like stage mom and like pressured her to like I'm always shocked. be like thin and small I'm shocked yep. just like MGM in general was just like you need to be this you need to be that and just that just led to her like having like drug problems and blah 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 and then MGM like dropped her and like that was like her low point because like she lost her like main like, source of income. Mm-hmm. And then she came back um, through A Star is Born. St- a Star is Born, like, cost so much money because of how, like, 
difficult she was because like she would always show up late poor, like poor judy i know and it's like you just see from this movie like it's so perfect she's so perfect but like you know it's because like she's being pressured to like do that and then like i don't know it's just interesting to see like how it all began i feel like there's also like some stuff i read that was like the director said he always wanted her from the first time he saw her but then there are rumors that like they originally wanted shirley temple yeah and but she was with another studio. She wasn't with MGM, so they were gonna like switch out. They were gonna loan. She was gonna come to them, and they were gonna loan out like Clark Gable, I think, for a couple mo- movies in order to get her. And then it like didn't work out. And then they were gonna go with this other girl who was like a really big star at the time, mm-hmm. but she had more like of an oper- operatic singing voice. And they wanted Dorothy to have like a jazzier voice because they were gonna have a sequence where like they did like a dan- a sync. A sing-off with another character in Oz that never even ended up in the movie, but yeah. that's where the jitterbug came from. And It's weird because the movie is so classic. Like, I can't, I literally cannot imagine another person playing Dorothy. Yeah. It's so iconic at this point, and it's so rooted in, like, our culture's history. It's like A Sound of Music, where, like, when you hear, like, when they thought about other people playing the roles. Like Mary Poppins. Like, they had originally considered, like, Betty Davis to play Mary. And it's just like, <laughs> ew, no. Yeah. You can't, like, it would be such a different movie if anyone else played that role. Yeah. And it probably wouldn't be as likable. I also read this, really this all was inspired by Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Because oh, that was okay. 37. And with it, Walt proved, Walt Disney proved that uh, American audiences can enjoy fantasy. Most people were worried because obviously we were in the Depression, like blah, blah, blah. Which, that makes sense. You should make a fantasy film. In the depression. Well, it wasn't until, like, the war when they were like, we need to show movies with, like, extremely happy things and fantasy, you know, like, yeah. this, it was just starting out. So they were like, well, let's do Wizard of Oz, we already have the rights. They were originally gonna, they were originally inspired by the Evil Queen, and they were gonna have the Wicked West, w- Wicked Witch of the West be more, like, an elegant, like, bitch, basically. Yeah. But <laughs> then they ended up going with the, like, cartoon green hag yeah. that we have now, and the actress was like, oh, no, I don't want to do that. No, thanks. I, w- I was looking forward to being an elegant bitch, not, <laughs> not an old hag. And so they're like, fine. So they literally, three days before they started shooting, got Margaret Hamilton, who was just, like, one of the many actri- actresses in the MGM, like, pool. Yeah. And they were just like, sure, just throw her in. It's whatever. It's a Judy. It's more about the four of them. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. But she acts the bejesus out of this movie. Yeah, she's the most committed. She out is of giving everyone. me 110%. I am evil witch. I am f- fully evil. Like, there's nothing about her that's like, oh, I was scarred as a child and now it's all revenge. Like, she's just full, like, I was I'm born just, evil. Yeah. There, there it is, guys. I'm just evil. It's amazing. She's incredible. I love her. Love her. It's so scary watching her, especially as I said, like when I was a kid, like I was like really scared. Yeah, because she had flying monkeys. That's not a thing. Horrifying. (laughs) Horrifying. Like half bat, half monkey. Terrible. That's 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 demonic. That's the devil. That's the devil. We watched like a. It was at a. It was a Navy Pier in Chicago, and they did like a. It was for the seventy fifth. The seventy fifth. They showed it in full Technicolor on IMAX. Yep. And our gay music director was there. Yes. Hello, Hello Queen. Queen. 
We're, and also we're gay. And so. also we're homosexuals. There's an entire section of the Wikipedia page that's the Wizard of Oz and its connection with LGBT community. And I was like... <laughs> Wow. Well, Judy, like, there's a lot of speculation that, like, the the Stonewall riots are connected to Judy's death because they were, like, very close to each other. And, like, during Stonewall riots, people were saying, like, people were chanting, like, St. Judy. Like, oh, like, and so, like, she's very prominent in, like, the culture when it first started. But also the movie itself is very like, she grows up in this drab world and finds this place over the rainbow. Over the rainbow. Finds glittery slippers. Where everyone is, there's no like, oh, it's, you can't be this. There's no like norm. You're not accepted or whatever. Like everyone's accepted. I don't know. I don't know how to describe Oz. It's ridiculous. So it opens with your classic opening credits. And in your credits, they list, I forget what the group is that was the um, Munchkins, but it literally, they didn't even list them by that group name. It just said, and the Munchkins. It's like 1939. Saying, it's literally like Showboat, and it's like, and the Blacks. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually what it is. Let's talk about the use of sepia tone as opposed to black and white. So Kansas, 1930s Kansas, is in full sepia. Full, like, burnt filter. Which, interestingly enough, when I was reading on the... Whenever they showed it on TV, up until, like, 1980-whatever, the, it was, like, 1980-something, they, like they showed it on TV. They did grayscale whenever they did it. So a lot of Americans actually grew up with it... In grayscale. In gray, not, not sepia. But I want to talk about the difference in having it sepia as opposed to black and white. I think sepia is such a more interesting choice. Because it really gives you that dust bowl feel. Which is what it's supposed to be. The sepia made me go right into dust bowl 1930s. Yeah, depression. If it was grayscale, I would have jumped right into, like, the 50s. Like, Pleasantville. Yeah, well, I would have done, like, four. I mean, it was still, like... But, yes, I... It just... it it, It makes it feel so much dirtier and so much, like... Yeah. Like, black and white has, like, an elegance to it. Sepia has no elegance to it. Yeah. Like, it is rustic. It is... Like it's like hot. Yeah, it's, it's hot. Like, you can feel the heat yeah, just like, like watching it. Yeah. The tornado looks even scarier in sepia, which I don't know how that how that works, but <clears throat> we're jumping ahead. But I love that the we tornado are. is literally like the like it's literally like the latest form of technology at the time. But looking at it, it's like you know when you're like you know those old timey slides and projectors mm-hmm. where you slide in. Okay, now I'm gonna put in this slide. Now I'm gonna put in this. That's what mm-hmm. it looks like. Or like a view, like a viewmaster. Yeah, because all of a sudden you just see like a that. scrolling like. But I love in our 2015 era where everything is CGI. I do miss practical effects, and it yeah. was so. But there's so many times in this movie that I was like, like literally, how did they do that? Because this is 1939. There was no technology. Yeah. So we see Dorothy running down a dirty road with her dog Toto. Toto, who is. The best character in the entire the gr- movie. The greatest character <laughs> Great. in this film. Um, and then she runs to... A little Yorkie. She runs to her... The farm that she lives in with Annie M. and Uncle... Henry. Henry. I do not know. Like, he's barely in this movie. Yeah. Oh, that mean old lady wants to get Ms. rid of Toto. Miss Gulch. Miss Gulch. She wants to get rid of Toto, blah, blah, blah. So that's her deal. It's like, ugh. Because Toto jumped in her garden... 
and was chasing her cat. Yeah. Right away, Judy is giving you, oh, 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 I am, I am help, it's total. Yeah. Oh. Like, just, you know when people impersonate Bernadette Peters? It's yes. like that, like, ooh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Plus transatlantic. It's yes. a lot. But she's committed. She's nailing it. Yeah. Um, it's like slightly whiny. It's very whiny. So you meet Annie M. She couldn't care less about Toto. Yeah, she's like, I'm sorry, I'm in the depression. Uncle Henry is barely in this film. Yeah. Um, then you go to the, the farmhands. Three farmhands. And their names are Who Cares? It's like Huck, Buck, and... Huck, Buck, and Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all fine. Okay, the foreshadowing in this is out of control. If you had... If you were watching the movie... Like, at, like, you, this is the first time you've ever seen the movie. It's like, okay, it'll be cool later once you make the connections. So, like, oh, that was him. Oh, that was that. But since you know what's going to happen, you're, like, literally, like, have some courage. Oh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, we know who you're going to be. Don't stand in that pose. You'll get stuck in it or something like that. Yeah. Like, it's so funny. Literally slapped you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> like, And then Dorothy falls in the pig pen. Because she's useless in the farm, literally, apparently. What is, her, what is like, the point? What is her role in, like, does she milk Was cows? she coming back from school? Like, what is she doing? What is she? Does, does like, she serve a purpose does, on yeah, this farm? How does she... Does she, she at least, like, get the eggs from the chickens? or does like she clean? Does she, no, because <laughs> it was all sepia tones, so you know, nothing ain't clean. Screams as if a murder has happened. Yeah. She's like, help! 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 The pigs are just, like, looking at her. I like, know, they, the pigs aren't even close to her. Like, They're literally like, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Stop. Stop yelling. So, so guess who comes up? Bicycling her way down the dusty roads of Kansas. And it's literally like... Like this, like that weird, like... It's just like... She is full... Okay, do you remember in Jimmy Neutron, their teacher? Nope. you never seen Jimmy... I've seen it, but I... Did not. Oh yes, I know. Their homeroom exactly. teacher, yeah, the Jimmy Neutron, who like is a she's a chicken. Like that's her yes. thing. She's like Bark-ark! that's her. She's giving me like full like long beaked nose. Yes. Like tall hat. I wonder if that's a prosthetic or if that's just Margaret Hamilton's nose. I think Hamilton's that's just nose. her. They literally. Woo! I think Woof. they went through their like acting actors catalog and just like, like who, who looks got the biggest honker <laughs> who looks the craziest? this bitch <laughs> so she comes bicycling in and she is like she just thinks that it might not be working and she is literally like i want to get rid of that yeah i got, Toto, a, per- Toto, I got a permit from the judge see <laughs> Toto bit her le- her leg She's taking Toto to be destroyed. Yeah, literally, like... Says the word destroyed. Destroyed. Not put down. I don't even think that was, like, a term back then. They're in Kansas, so it's, like, literally, like, I will dig a hole, bury this live dog in it. And and go on with my day. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So she comes, she says she has, like, a a warrant from From the the sheriff sheriff or something, yeah. To take Toto... And then she takes off with it. And Dorothy calls her a witch. Wails away. Wails away. 
But Auntie M says a very... She says the line like... If, oh, you already own half the county. Something, something, something. Then she says, um, for many years I've wanted to tell you exactly what I think of you. But being a Christian woman, I don't think I can't. And then yeah. like walks away. And that's like the biggest burn you get in the movie. I know. And you're just like, okay. Well, I mean, there are bigger burns later, but there... We also skipped the song. We did? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. So after she falls in the pig pen, she looks out... This is right sure before Miss Gulch before comes. After? It's right before Miss Gulch comes. Okay. She goes into her, like, jo- big ingenue song, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, where she's just like, I just want to be somewhere else that's not here. Day I wish upon a star and wake up where the clouds are far behind me. Where troubles melt like lemon drops away above the chimney tops. That's where you'll find me. It's such a good song because it all—it also does the thing where it works outside of this story. Yeah. Like, it's just a well-written song. Yeah. Black women from American Idol can sing it and it'd be yes, fine. Yes, they can. Fat Hawaiian men in ukuleles can yes, sing it and it'd be fine. Yes, they can! At the credits for 51st Dates, yes! Okay, calm down. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a, it's a great song on its own. It's a crowd pleaser. Yeah. And her performance is... Truly iconic. It ended up being like the song she would literally just perform on a whim. Yeah, so it, and the song pretty much becomes Judy's like iconic song. It's her theme song, yeah. All of her life, she's been trying to like chase after the rainbow because she never actually gets to the end of it, like throughout her life. She's always like trying to find the end of the rainbow. And it's just like, Judy. God bless her. Judy! Yeah. Um, so anyway, sorry. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Toto gets out of the basket. Toto gets out of the basket, runs, runs back, back her. comes through the window. Yeah. Good for t- You good can for literally Toto. see the, like, how trained this dog is. This dog is perfectly trained. Yeah. Because he literally, like, jumps in the window and then just, like, sets the And then he's like, like this, I've hit my mark. I've hit my mark. Hello. Thank you. Staring straight at the camera, just like, hi. Like, <laughs> angling his face so he's like, the light is better on this Yeah. <laughs> like, the... <laughs> This because is a show dog. Yeah. Show business dog. Yep. Dorothy, Dorothy's thought process is, Toto, you've come back. Oh, no, they'll come back to look for you. We both need to run away. Where are you going? First of all, A does not... That, I don't, how did you get from A to B? <laughs> how? How? Second of all, you're in the middle of nowhere. Where are you going to go? There is It's nothing. the dust bowl. So she see her walking the same dirt road because they're like, well, we, we, we have, this. we've established that we have a dirt road and we're and, not building another set. Yeah, so let's flip it around and make it look like a different road. So she attempts to run away and sees like this like cart. Yes, traveling cart. Traveling cart. And you see that it's like a traveling magician or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mr. Marble. Yeah. 
and she's like, oh, hello, sir. And Not Southern. <laughs> this is not Gone with the Wind. I can't. Oh, hello. I can't do sir? a, I cannot do a transatlantic accent. Hello. Hello. Hello, sir. But it's like, our version is like Catherine I, Hepburn. I know, very, very Catherine Hepburn. <laughs> I'm running away. Why can't I? Can I run away with you? Yeah, can I come with you? And he's like, uh. Well, so he's like, well, let's check the crystal ball. So he just starts lying, as you do as a con artist. So he's like, close your eyes. Okay, keep closing them while, like, looking at her purse or basket. Like, seeing all her stuff. Sees, like, a picture of her in ADM. Yeah. So she's like, okay, let's let's consult the crystal ball. Oh, I see an old woman. Yeah. Oh, and she's crying because my she's favorite hurt. is my favorite is he's like, oh, it's an old lady, and she takes care of you, and she goes, that's Anne M, and he goes, yes, yes, her name is Emily. <laughs> it's like very good. His acting style is so different from every other like nineteen yeah. thirties movie I've it's ever seen. It's very nuanced. It's very like just like small like uh It's very know? like uh I don't really know what I'm gonna uh, say next. Like yeah. he but it's also not like natural acting because you can tell there's like a there's like a thing on it. Yeah. But like you can tell that he was like, Well I don't wanna seem like I know what's happening so I'm gonna go the opposite way and seem like I have no idea. Well what he's to do. doing like the transatlantic like but like more British. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh we wanna make a character kooky, let's make him British. It's like that idea. Yeah. So he's like, know. Oh hello, oh oh doody. Yeah. Doo, doo, doo. Yeah. So that's him. So she, he's, he's saying, he's seeing his crystal ball saying there's a, an old Anna lady. Anna is sick. Yeah. And she's like, well, I gotta get back to her. And he's like, oh, I thought you were coming on my travels with me. And she's like, nope, bye. So she, she goes back. Leave. And literally the moment she leaves, a, a tornado storm. happens. A, tor- a tornado is happening. Now, I grew up in the Midwest. And I'm gonna tell you this. You know when it's gonna happen. I mean, you don't know, no. But it's not like... Bright, beautiful, sunny day. All of a sudden, a tornado. Yeah. That's not how that works. Try to get in the cellar. Getting into the cellar. Like, behind the farm scene is this giant tornado that looks like it's gonna crack the earth in half. Literally the most horrifying tornado. And you're literally just like, okay, if that tornado is that close, y'all be dead. Everyone's dead. Yes. So, it's clearly, like, Hollywood's like, oh, this is how tornadoes are. Like, oh, so scary. Oh. It's like, clearly California has never experienced a tornado. Honestly. Dorothy's looking for Anna M because now she thinks she's dying. Anna M! And Annie M and everybody's in the cellar, and they couldn't find Dorothy, but they're all just going to wait out the storm. Dorothy goes in. She's looking around the house. She goes into her bedroom. And, and then knocked out. And the window gets blown in. But not just, like, the glass shatters. or It's like, like the screen. It's like the whole oh, window no. frame is just like, ba-doom, <laughs> onto her head. So, again, not how that works. She falls into her she falls Unless into this her is bed. the most poorly made house. Which, yeah. you know, it's you know Kansas. Yeah. In the 1930s, it could be. So she gets hit by a window. Like a you full, do. not... Again, not the glass, but the full wooden frame. She's knocked into her bed, and then... Here we go. You ready, guys? So, What's our favorite part of a musical? The dream sequence. The rest of this movie is a dream sequence. Yep. Which is different. The book, it's not. She actually goes to Oz. Oz is a real place. Yeah. 
But this, they were still a little worried that, like, people weren't going to buy the magical elements. Yeah. When they actually were first going to do this, they were going to remove the magical elements completely. And they were going to have, like, the tin, the tin man was going to be, like, so a like guy who was, like... Desert. Yeah, it would, they all had, like, one... The scarecrow was, like, a guy who was so poor that he, like, decided that the only way he could make a living was to scare birds from fields it's or like too, yeah it was like too much yeah too depressing yeah. first of all so, it's literally like we're struggling through this problem right now i don't want to sit and watch a movie and watch myself yeah thank you <laughs> why don't you go put him in a food line great <laughs> um so she gets in the head and she goes into the dream sequence so they're so she starts out the dream sequence and they're in the tornado so there's the whole house has been lifted into the tornado. And, and I will Toto, say, I thought this was actually possible in real life. I, I don't know. For some reason, when I was little, I thought you could be trapped inside a tornado and be alive. No, well, I, I think that's like every child's thought. Yeah. But no. No. You get shredded no. into bits. <laughs> and she's riding her bicycle, and then slowly she transforms into a witch riding a broomstick. And then she does her laugh. She does her laugh and looks straight at Dorothy. Yeah. Pure evil. And if I was Dorothy and I, I would saw have this, shat my pants. Shat my pants. I would have. I would have been like, excuse me. I'm well, thank God this world is sepia tone because <laughs> I just, just blend shit. right in. I just shit all over this bed. Terrifying. So, so that happens. And like the entire house is floating in the, in the tornado. Tornado, right? So like it's like. <sighs> And then all of a sudden, I also like the idea that the house like falls, but is still like completely constructed. Like was up in a tornado, but is like, nope, still here. You want to take a nap in the bed? It's still here. Don't worry. Opens the door, walks out into the greatest reveal in movie history. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. It's literally like if first of all, child... I wish I could have. I wish no, I wish I could have been alive in 1939 just to see like an audience's reaction. Like people lo- probably lost their minds when they saw this. Yeah, they're probably like, this is the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, the end. I can die now. It's like that feeling when you do a lot of drugs and see bright colors, and you're just like, <gasps> people were probably like. We've gone too far. We're playing <laughs> God now. We're playing God. What's next? Cloning? <laughs> the end. That's the end of the and movie. That's the movie. And that's it. She sees a pink bubble in the distance. And it gets bigger. And bigger. And bigger. And then it just... And then a woman appears. Straight, like, classic... In a huge... 1930s actress. In huge the dress. Like, taffeta bullshit yes. dress. Pink, pale pink taffeta. Four foot tall <laughs> crown. And then she goes, Are you a good witch or a bad witch? I can't. I can't tell if this woman is do- doing a bit or if that's like, really if she's like, She's like... Oh, okay, because obviously she's transatlantic because this is the 1930s. So she's like, oh, I wonder if I could do like a, like a voice for the witch. Are you a good witch? Or if the, her voice is literally. Oh, hello, everyone. I'm from Nebraska, and I thought I would be an actor. 
Is that, is that real? Later, where Dorothy's like, aren't all witches supposed to be ugly? And then they all laugh. And she's like, why? Why are they laughing? And she's like, because I am a witch. And she's like, oh, I didn't know witches could be pretty like you. And I was like, okay, I'm not saying she's ugly, but, like, she isn't a looker. Like, <laughs> calm down, Dorothy. I think Dorothy is just distracted with all the taffeta. I think so. Or, like, the color that the she's color. seen for the first time in I her know, life. You're not brown. <laughs> <laughs> so, all the yeah, so you see that the giggling out, is coming out. out wherever you are and meet the young lady. Who fell from a star? She, she dropped, a dropped house the house on the right wicked on a witch, witch of the wicked east. Wicked witch of the east, and her like like straight up Halloween store uh, like black and white tights. If you've seen uh, Wicked, her name is Nessa Rose. <laughs> we deserve each other. RJ, you, you need to see Wicked. Do I? Yes. <laughs> All of middle America has seen it at this Can point. Can we just wait for the movie to come out? At this point, it's never going to happen because they still are making more money than God on Broadway. Little buggers come out. <laughs> We're going to refer to them as munchkins. I do really realize that this is not the politically correct term now, but that is what they refer to in the movie. That's what they so. refer to in the movie, so that's we what we're We are calling to. the munchkins. So the munchkins, so the munchkins come, out. come out. Definitely the three ballerinas are all little girls. Because and then some you can see has like the dwarfism, like the dwarf yeah. body. Yeah. This this song has like eight parts to it. Like it kind of doesn't they kind of don't stop singing for like fifteen minutes. Yeah. They just have different The Munchkins parts live in an operetta. Like they, they do. They, they live in what everyone wants to live in, a real operetta. Yeah. Um, so Munchkin Land is As mayor of, of the Munchkin City, in... Nobody sings. They all just kind of speak on rhythm. Yeah. In the county of the land of Oz, I welcome you most regally. But I've got to verify it. The vibrato in this movie. What is going on? Insane. Did everybody think that they needed to like amp it up for like Hollywood? Is that how people thought singing? Singing was. It's so weird. It seems very. I can't tell if it's. I mean, I have a. I have a solid vibrato, but like I thoroughly. (laughs) He's a goat. A lot of the Munchkin actors were alcoholics. And they use their weekly paycheck in order to go drink. And so, you can, like, see... You can see the ones there that are, are like, some, they're like, struggling with alcoholism. Yeah. They look they, real sad. Yeah, they, they look real don't, tired. They're, like, glazing over. They Some of them look straight in the camera. Yeah. <laughs> bless them. Bless, bless the hell out of them. Who is your so, favorite munchkin? Who is my favorite munchkin? One. Oh, my God. Oh, this is so hard. Okay, in the Lollipop Guild, the one on the left yeah. who sings out of the corner of his mouth like he's in a gangster movie. They literally were like, we I represent the Lollipop Guild. It's they were amazing. given the direction of like, okay, you have to sing at the corner of your mouth. But literally, like only one. No, only one of them does though, <laughs> yeah, it's like and it's just him. And he does, but he doesn't full. do it. He doesn't do it the downstage mouth, so the the like camera can see it. He does <laughs> it up, 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 up. So it looks like his mouth. So it looks like he's just like there. 
Oh my god. And then when they like back away, he does like his arms. Yeah. Oh my god. That's so the wh- whole lollipop girl. I know. Lollipop girl is my favorite part. They're just like well, because they have the ballerinas for the um lullaby. the lullaby league, which makes sense, and they're little girls, and it's very sweet. And then you would think that they would be like, okay, we'll have little boys do the lollipop guild, but they were like, no, apparently no little boys existed in Hollywood at the time. So they, so they were like, well, let's use the the Munchkins, and then got three of the like oldest, <laughs> meanest looking Munchkins possible. And put them in the most ridiculous outfits I've ever seen in my life. Is it later It's like kind of? It's like kind of later hosen, but also like the craziest colors I've ever seen. And then give them like these big fake lollipops to hold. And then make them do like a little jig on the way up like leprechauns. Like I can't! The whole thing is just like the most stylish! <laughs> we represent the lollipop! They can't really say that. They're just kind of like screaming. Screaming it. Okay, so bitch comes out. She's killed the Wicked Witch of the East. They've done the whole thing. Da-da-da-da-da. They're celebrating. Ding-dong, the witch is dead. Witch-old witch. The Wicked Witch. Ding-dong, yada-yada-yada. Great. Everybody knows it. Fine. Puff of smoke her way into the party. Trap door opens. Trap door. (laughs) We do not see it. Yes, you you do. (laughs) And she comes out. So Wicked Witch of the West. Why yes. Full party city witch outfit in green Literally makeup. like pointy hat, check. Black coat, cloak, black cloak, check. check. Uh, <laughs> old broom, check. check. Like the like the broom. Green is makeup, like, yes. Wart on my chin, got it. The broom is literally a stick. I needed like straw I needed, and then rubber band. I like needed <laughs> like three whiskers sticking out of her chin as well to like just really top it off. Oh my god. And like a dark purple you know, lip. Good for them. They were like, people haven't seen green skin before. No. <laughs> the movie. Let's do probably it. never since. Yeah. Unless they've seen Wicked. Who killed, Who killed my who, sister? Who killed my... No remorse, by the way. This woman's not like, my sister is no dying. No Who killed my sister? Who did it? And then Glinda's like... Was it you? That's a very good, that's a very good Margaret Hamilton. Thank you. So then the, Glinda's like, aren't you, aren't you forgetting something? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, oh, the shoes. Gotta get my shoes, girl. And the shoes. And she goes, she goes over to get the shoes off the Wicked Witch of the East. But Glinda was like, nope. And then uses her magic to put them onto Dorothy's feet. Which is good because the shorts do the shoes Dorothy had on were like they were like far they were like Doc Martin. Like, what are you wearing? <laughs> she tells Dorothy that she wants them. Glinda's like, no, don't give them to her. Glinda is like doing no work, but also manipulating Everything. everyone. Yeah, she's, she's like, a real bitch. She's doing all of the work. But she's like, here's an innocent like twelve year old. Let me make her the scapegoat for my plans. <laughs> Great. And then Glinda goes, be gone with you. You have no power here. You have no power here. If you do something, 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 then Which some, somebody will drop a house on you too. And then she leaves. What? I don't understand, like, when she was like, you have no power here. So I'm assuming, like, her powers only work on the west side. And yeah. since they were on the east side. It's a different county. It's a different sheriff. <laughs> it's a different county. Yeah. But, like, that's just the east and west. But north and south... Because Glinda's powers were working. So yeah, it's well, like, Glinda is Glinda. Mama. Is there a self? Is there a good witch of the self? Well. Or is that Dorothy? 
No, there is because in the original, no, Oz is the center. Okay. Oz is the middle. So it's like a, like a hub and spoke system. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's just like that. Okay. She's like, okay, what do I got to do? Well, you got to go visit the wizard. Cool, where's the wizard? In Emerald City. How do I get there? Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. Follow the yellow brick road. (laughs) The lollipop guild. (laughs) Yeah. Follow me! <laughs> I can't even do it. So, so they, she follows the fucking. So she follows road. the yellow brick road. They take her to the. Supposedly, when she leaves, she's like, they'll take you to the edge of Munchkinland. And then they get to the. Uh, it's literally right there. She walks like five feet, and they're like, okay, we can't go any further. Bye bye. Because the road is set like, allows. I know. <laughs> so she goes. Down literally, the, the next road. scene, she's following the yellow brick road. So she meets the scarecrow. He does a whole bit of like. Which way to go? I'm a scarecrow. Very Dick Van Dyke, like so physical comedy. This is the most vaudeville this movie gets. Is all of his bits? Well, all three all... of them, really. But mostly, mostly him. him, because his is like the slapsticky. Like... Yeah, because he's made of straw. Because he's made of straw, I can't stand up. Yeah, that's no, his entire no character arc that he can't stand up on his own two legs. True. So yeah, he wants a brain. She's like, well, I'm going to see the Wizard of Oz. Blah, 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 blah. And she's like, and he's like, oh, you think you'll give me a brain? She's like, well, I mean. She's like, I, I don't know, but it's, my, you might as well try. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe you should just stay here and wait. And he's like, no, I think I will go with you. And so then he sing. he had sung If I Only Have a Brain. Fine. There's, like, an extended version that I have because he was supposed to have, like, a whole day of sequence and they, like, cut it from the movie because they're like, it's too long. Movies were only 90 minutes. Great. This was, like, long for the time. It, it is long. And then we got to 1960s and they were like, three and a half hours? Ha! Um, I'll do it. Gone with a fucking win in the same year is literally, like, a, a five-hour movie. movie. Yeah. And then they go off to see the wizard. We're off to see the wizard. Then we get to the apples, the trees. She picks an apple and then the tree talks and he's like, hey! He sounds like a New York smoker, first of all. He's like, hey, why are you picking my apples? (laughs) (laughs) Go pick someone else's apples over in New Jersey. Use guys' merchandise. So, the Scarecrow, like, eggs him on, and then they end up like, oh, why I oughta, and then throws their apples, and then that's how they get the apples. And then, while fetching the apples, she discovers... The Tin Man, who is, has rusted solid. In one position. Yep. And so he's like... They pick up the oil can, they oil him up so he can talk and move again, and he's like, oh, thank God. I'm a queen. <laughs> Clearly. True. Um, so. They like progressively get gayer. So yes. this is like medium gay. Medium gay. And so. He also he also wants something. He's he missing have, something. He needs a heart. Because he's the, tin, oh. the tinsmith. A heart. Yes, a heart. The tinsmith was like, he didn't make me a heart. You're he literally. One. You're literally a can. <laughs> you're a moving, talking can. Sure. So, okay. So he is like. He's like, okay, well, I'll help you. And then they we're go off to see the wizard. They whenever we did about. And then all of a sudden, they get <clears> to the, the like the deep forest. Yeah. Of the, the jungle road. 
and they hear like growling and stuff and she's like oh what could that be and then they're like well it could be lions or tigers or bears and she goes oh my i did not know this is where this came from you had no idea no this idea. is where this came from nope and then so they do it they do it they do it it keeps building and building and all of a sudden mother it would be our good friend the cowardly lion so that's he's not do- his voice at all. He's doing Snagglepuss before Snagglepuss. Yes. He's yes. Like, he is straight up like, come over here. What do you say? Come over here. So he starts chasing Toto. Be- oh, by the way, Toto's still with us, by the way. So he starts sa- chasing Toto, and J- Dorothy gets mad as... Slaps at- him. Slaps him like, in the hits. nose. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, am I bleeding? <laughs> What'd you go and do that for? Yeah. What'd you go and do that for? She's like, oh, you should be ashamed of yourself. Why am I Vivian Lee from Gone with the Wind? I don't know. And he's like, oh, you're right. I am a coward. <laughs> and then he sings, if I only had the nerve. Noive. No, I'm sorry. If I only had the noive. Which goes into, we're off to see the wizard. Mm-hmm. So then he comes and the... Wizard's gonna give him courage. How did his tail move on its own? Uh, there was a little munchkin moving it. That's okay. why his fur was so thick, because there was yeah, a person in there. That makes sense. So they all, so all four of them are, are prancing down the yellow brick road. All of a sudden, we pan into the Wicked Witch again in her, at, like... At her own crystal ball. Her own crystal ball in her own lair with a flying monkey. No... No. They were there. there was one. Yes, I'm saying no to the flying monkey. Oh, okay. No, thank you, flying monkey. Which, if you look carefully, is a munchkin in blackface. Oh, it's like gray all face. in black. Yeah, okay. It's well, gray face. All right, well, let's call a spade a spade. So, <laughs> and she's Wow, like, why'd you pick a spade, RJ? What are you trying to say? <laughs> like, mean. couldn't it be a diamond? <laughs> that's what I'm, that's what I'm uh, getting at, okay. is that you picked gotcha. a black card. So there's a field of poppies, so she puts a spell on the poppies to make... The pollen, like, sleep Make them powder. go to sleep. The ones she that are alive. She literally, it fades into the poppies scene, and she's going, Poppies! Oh. <laughs> poppies! So they're running through the field, and Dorothy and the lion start to get really tired, because they're because alive. Because they're alive. They're, they're real. They're real. They're not straw yeah. and or tin. And so, like, they're like, oh, no, this is the end of the adventure. And then all of a sudden, we get a giant fade, fadey version of Glinda. Glinda. And she's she just, like, omniscient. She just knows this is happening, so she... Because she's literally just watching I don't understand. Why couldn't she do any of the... Whatever. Glinda, you're useless. She's literally watching from her, like, Netflix at home. Like, oh, what's happening? So she starts her own spell, which... Um, makes it snow. Makes it snow, which essentially, like, kills the kills poison, the I guess. I, I guess it's supposed to be, like, it, she frosts the... Yeah. She frosts the flowers, yeah. which would kill them. So to get through that together, they end up finally getting to the gates of Oz, and, like, they open the door, and they are in... Emerald City. Emerald City. Uh, would you call it Emerald? Or would you it's call a- it, like, a... A dull green. A dull green. A hunter green. A hunter green, if you will. And yeah, everyone's wearing green. 
everyone's this is what this is what America would be if we just let gays run the country. Yeah. Everyone would look fabulous. Everyone would be like in the same like color palette. Like indoor chariots. Like a horse of many colors. Yeah. Like we're doing it all. We're having muffs as gloves. Hello, hello. We're doing it all. Yeah. Indoor cities. Indoor cities. We're let us rule you! So they're like, oh, but you look drab and dreadful. Let's take you, get a, give you a makeover. Let's up before you see the uh, wizard. So they, so they sing, sing You're Out of the Woods, yeah. which is like this weird disembodied 40s. You know how movies, musicals will do that from time yeah. to time? They'll do that. You're out of the woods. They're like, there's no one actually singing. It's mm-hmm. just kind of like a, it's like a montage song before montage songs existed. Yeah. So that's the thing. So they sing you're out of the woods. And everyone gets a makeover. S- straw, uh, Scarecrow gets new straw. He gets fresh straw. Tin, Tin Man, Man gets, gets like polished. Buffed. buffed and polished. Thank God, because no his rusty. rust looked terrible. He looked like he had like welts. Yeah, he looked terrible. And then... Mother! <laughs> well, Dorothy takes her uh, braids out. And then they give her like a whole... A full like a curl. Look. Yeah, like a luscious they, curl. They be her face, girl. Yeah. She had like, like makeup on. Yeah. And Mother gets like two bows. By the way, Mother is apparently what we're referring to. The to cowardly lion, lion is, is Mother. He gets a perm. He gets a perm. A permanent. Full perm. And the best part of the, this, all, this whole thing is that the people doing the makeovers are like singing and dancing while they're giving their makeovers. And for the cowardly lion, the like four girls doing his like fur... Are the cutest. They're so cute. Most adorable. Oh, they're so cute. And their dresses are just like those little like yeah. cocktail length. Mm-hmm. Ugh, so cute. So the Wicked Witch comes back, right? Yes. And that's... What she writes a message in the sky. Yeah. That says something, something we want Dorothy. Dorothy, yeah. A Dor- threat to Dorothy. Dorothy sucks. Yeah. So... Everyone is Everyone like, ah! like, gotta go ask the wizard what this means, what we should do. They all go, and the guy who's, like, in charge of, like, opening the door to meet the wizard, he's yeah. like, no, you're fine, we're good, go back, go back home, wizard says we're fine. Mm-hmm. And they go, well, we need to, the four come up and they say, well, we need to meet the wizard. And he says, nobody can meet the wizard, and she goes, well, I'm Dorothy. And he's like, oh, well, let me ask. And then... While they're waiting, the Cowardly Lion finally gets his song. Mm-hmm. Because if I only had a noise, only like had like, like a, a half a, a verse. verse. And then so, right into the chorus. Yeah, yeah, so I think they were like, well, we'll give you a, a real song. So he gets If I Were King of the Chorus. If I were king of the forest, not queen. Not duke, not prince. My regal robes of the forest would be satin, and not a cotton, and not chintz. I'd command this king the official power with a whoosh and a whoosh and a royal power. As I click my heel, all the trees would kneel, and the mountains bow, and the bulls bow down, and the sparrows.
shadow would take me. Fie, fie, well, king. It's probably the funniest song in this. Because he's just like full he's, he's, control, yeah. full ham. He's a ham. And everyone is like, I'm here to support this. This is like, does not advance the plot. It is. You know what it is? It's, it's a, a filler song. In White Christmas, it's the theater. The theater. That's what, what happened to the theater. But it's this. <laughs> okay. You're right. You're right. You're right, RJ. But you know what? Right. Mother Lioness, Mother Monster, gets gets her song. So she gets her song. She gets a cloak. She gets a crown. Moving on. So the guy comes back and he's like, the wizard's not meeting you, sorry. Dorothy starts crying. He's- because if, because Judy Garland... Judy Garland, on cue Judy Garland you to know. is ready to cry at a moment's notice. The thing with Judy crying in this entire movie is that, like... The entire cries, movie. She does cry about she, seven times yeah. in this film. When she cries, it is, like, ugly cry. It is puffy eyes cry. She, yeah, well, you it can tell like, she's actually crying, and they were like, just... Let me just drop some tears into your eyes and then, like, squeeze yeah. them out. Like, she's full, like... <laughs> yeah. Her eyes look so Her puffy. eyes get real gross. Like, but you know what? Oh. Good for her. Yeah. Don't conform to those standards of beauty, even though you already have. Even <laughs> though so you're you're down the path, you're probably already taking like. Oh, don't talk about it. It's, it's so sad. I know. The guy sees Dorothy crying, and he starts to cry because yeah. he feels so bad. Like so he so he lets them in. They go down the hallway to meet the wizard, and he's just this big floating head with like balls of fire on the side. Yeah. Framing him. It reminds me of Captain EO for some reason. Like it's. <laughs> my God. Like that's what I think of. All right. Sure. Sure. Just like out of this world, like oh, and they're terrified of him. You clinking, clanking collection of collisionous junk. I will. I will do this for you, but you have to bring me the broom of the witch of the West. Yeah. And they go well. To, I, we have to kill her then. And they're like, he's like, F- did I stutter? No. Bring me the broom of the Witch of the West. Huh? Hunty. So they go into, like, the most stock set of, like, creepy woods. Yes. Like, literally, like, This is out- a set. I will say, I mean, all of them have obviously been sets, but this one is the most where it doesn't, like, there's not, Okay. The movie has a lot of that going for it to make it not feel like a studio set. Yeah. This scene was their budget. They had reached their budget. Yeah, they were like, hey, we're running out of time. We're running out of time. We're running out of money. Even though they had shot from October to March, which is absurd and unheard of. Yeah. Um, So they just put in a bunch of, like, fake trees and painted the the backdrop, like, orange. And they literally shot in the same spot. So, they're doing this bit, Cowardly Lion is cowardly, and Wicked Witch is watching in her crystal ball, and she's literally, like, releasing a horde of flying monkeys. She doesn't release, like, oh, well, I'll release, like, like, my lackey, you know, like, my two best ones. Yeah. She releases, like, 400 flying monkeys. So, this is what I think ended up happening. They were like, hey, we still got all these munchkins. Let's... 
let's throw some blackface on them. Put some gray. Bat, put some bat wings on them. The ones that haven't died of alcoholism. Oh we'll give God. them a second scene. RJ. So they literally like just pretty much use the same people from the Munchkin scene. That I mean, that's true. And what they did was like literally bum rush that tiny like studio with spooky trees and like kidnapped her. Yep. And, and but they got to fly, but so they that's did. Fine. Yeah, they did get to fly. There's this like cool, like little segment, like little scene of like watching the the monkeys hold her while she's like flying. Yeah, so that was kind of cool. So then they get to the cast, the haunted castle, which is it's the like, Wicked Witch of the West. It's like Maleficent's tower. Straight yeah, up. it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Essentially, in an hour, I'll be back to kill you. Give an hour oh, that's it! I thought it was like a curse. No, like by the end of this timer, because when when all the sand is in the bottom, I was like, "Well, she's still alive." Yeah, it's just literally like, okay, I need an hour to like, I just need to do this thing. I, I gotta play. go zen out for an hour <laughs> in order to like kill somebody. I really gotta like meditate. I, I gotta to like in the zone. clear my mind of yeah. everything. So I'll I be have right. to get achieve real nirvana. Yeah. By then. So brb. This feels like Mordor, actually. They get up the mountain, and they see... No, it feels like Shrek when they rescue Fiona. It feels Shrek... like every movie. Because Shrek has to put on the, like, knight's costume so they can sneak in. Once they're in the castle, they run up, they grab Dorothy. Dorothy supposedly has, like, a minute left or something. And so they all try, they try to escape. So then they try to escape. But then... They get caught. Yeah, the So bitch... then they, like, She's run... like, uh, uh, uh. No, so then they run back up. And they get, they essentially get trapped in this, like, small little room. And in the room, there's a bucket of water. How about a little fire, Scarecrow? Oh! 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 You cursed rat! Look what you've done! She literally, She's the entire sequence, until she disappears, she's like, Oh, I'm felting! Oh, why did you have to go and do that? Oh, oh, I'm disappearing! Oh, I'm melting! Oh, God! Oh, my, my whole God. world! My whole world! Oh, God. Ah. I can't believe you! <laughs> it's so exhausting. The whole time. She's, Margaret Hamilton was co- Admitted. You're a murderer. You're a murderer. Dorothy. You might as well just admit. Just admit it. So they they get the broom. They run back to the wizard. Okay, but I want to talk about this. The whole movie feels like that should be the climax. Yeah. And yet they move on so quickly from that moment. Like they jump cut to them back with the wizard. Because they still have more stuff to do. I know, but it... It's just so weird because they lead. It's such like a big like lead up to the, the yeah. thing with the witch, and then she kills her, and then they're like, "You killed, you killed the witch." Cheers for Dorothy. And then she, they go, "Can we have the broom?" And they go, "Sure." And then they're back with the wizards. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I need a, I need like three more lines, guys. <laughs> sure. One more scene. I don't know something. So they bring the broom back, and the wizard is like, "Nah." 
come back tomorrow and I will give you what you want. Yeah. And they're like, no. And then Toto, because Toto's, the, again, the real star of this movie, yeah. goes over to the curtain and opens it and reveals that it's just a man talk, talking into the microphone. Just an ordinary man. Yeah, he got here on hot air balloon from Nebraska. And then he bestows them their gifts. So, to the scarecrow, he gives a diploma, because that's what smart people have. To the cowardly lion, he gives a medal of honor. And to the tin man, he gives a clock in the shape of a heart. One of these things is not like the other. Yeah. If I was the tin man, I would have been like, really? You got me a clock? It's shaped like a heart. This asshole got an honorary PhD. I know. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I know. I still have my hot air balloon, and I'm going to fly back to Nebraska. I can, you know. I can bring you along. She's like, great. I drop you off in Kansas. Going. So, okay. So, this scene is so stupid to me. <laughs> they are about to go on the hot air balloon to leave. But at the very last minute, before Dorothy gets on the hot air balloon. Train your dog. Yeah. So he sees a cat and starts chasing the cat. So she has to go out and grab Toto. And then the The tin tin man literally just like lets go. No, he unties it. It's wrapped around a thing. And then he like surreptitiously like, oh, oh no, look at what's happened all on its own. Clearly the tin man is just still bitter that he got the clock. The clock. A clock. Yep. There goes the wizard. Dorothy's not going. Guess she's going to stay in Oz. And Glinda comes back and she's like, oh my god, you guys, that was so fun to watch. I worked so hard planning all of that. Yeah, so, like, thank you so much for playing along. You know those shoes? Yeah, just say you want to go home and you'll go home. Just click them. Three times. That's all. And say, there's no place like like home. There's no place like home. Wake up, honey. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Dorothy, Dorothy, dear. It's Aunt Em, darling. Oh, Annie Em, it's you. Yes, darling. Hello there. Anybody home? I I just dropped by because I heard the little girl got caught in the big... Well, she seems all right now. Yeah, she got quite a bump on the head. We kind of thought there for a minute she was going to leave us. But I did leave you, Uncle Henry. That's just the trouble. And I tried to get back for days and days. There, there, lie quiet now. You just had a bad dream. Sure. Remember me? Your old pal, Hunk? (laughs) Me? (laughs) Hickory? You couldn't forget my face, could you? But it wasn't a dream. It was a place, and you, and you, and you, and you were there. Oh, <laughs> But you couldn't have been, could you? Well, we dream lots of silly things when we... No, Aunt Em. This was a real, truly live place. And I remember that some of it wasn't very nice, but most of it was beautiful. But just the same, all I kept saying to everybody was, I want to go home. And they sent me home. <laughs> Doesn't anybody believe me? Of course we believe you, though. Oh, but anyway, Toto, we're home. Home. And this is my room. And you're all here. And I'm not going to leave here ever, ever again. Because I love you all. And, oh, Annie M, there's no place like home. She makes a room in a dream sequence. Everybody's there. They're all taking care of her. Mm-hmm. 
She really just got hit in the head. That's all that happened. The three fuck Buck and Chuck are there. And she's like, you were there, and you were there, and you were there. And then Mr. Marvel's, like, in the window, and she's like, and you were there. And Uncle Henry's right there, and she's like, you weren't there. Sorry, you weren't in the dream. You, are, the- you live here? Do I know you? Are you the help? <laughs> Only Auntie M was she care- was she- yeah. did she care about. Yep. Like, couldn't give a rat's ass about Uncle Henry. And you can see it from Poor Uncle guy. Henry. Like, he literally was like, I'm just... I- I, he I'm unloved like, in My this character needs to exist because it's uncanny for a woman to run a farm. Yeah. For two women to run a farm. So yep. I'm, I'm the placeholder. Yep. Bum, 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 bum. Classic. Do, 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 American do, 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 classic. What's your biggest takeaway from the movie? It's the story of a girl that just wants to go back to the Midwest. Ew. I didn't, oh, I didn't realize that that was, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. she just wants to go back to Kansas. As bright and as flashy as everything is. Yeah. There's no place like home. My biggest takeaway was that the hero was the small girl. Like, small, normal, average girl. Mm-hmm. I think that's really cool. And that they... Yes, they made her, like, this whiny thing. But at the end of the day, she's the one she's that... She's murdered two people. She's murdered two people. <laughs> and she's the reason why everything happened. So, uh, we can go back to votes. But for right now, we're just gonna... We're gonna decide for you. And there's so many to go from. Like, it's not gonna be a problem. Yeah. But you can always, like, write in and say, like, Oh, I'd love to hear this one. And then we'll definitely think about it. Like, I only... We only know what the Christmas one... We've known what the Christmas one is going to be for a while. It's White Christmas, first of all. We're doing White Christmas, but we've known about that for a while. But literally after that, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I have ones that I want to do. We gotta we gotta do like a nine. Or something. Oh, God. Yeah. No. It can't all be Golden Age and happy. Why? We gotta do the gross ones, too. Why? Not saying nine is gross, because nine has good moments. Oh, it does. Yes, Mario and Cotillard scene does not count as moments. Uh, Fergie. No. Yes. <gasps> All right. Well, thanks for listening to Showgaze. Uh, we are on Facebook.com slash Showgaze. I just want to tell them if they want to email us with any suggestions. Just message us on Facebook. Fine. We have no other way to get in contact with us. So please don't ask. Okay. We are done here. <laughs> Everybody, don't forget to watch The Wiz on NBC. It's happening. It's 12.30. Good luck, girl. Good night, girl. I go to sleep, girl. Do you wait two hours in line for Peter Pan's flight just to see the new standby queue? Do you prefer the countries at World Showcase than actually traveling to some countries? Oh, do you hate having to watch World of Color through the iPad in front of you? It's the worst! Do you spend a fourth of your day in line to meet and greet with Anna and Elsa? Do you never do Disney Fastplay because you have to watch all of the trailers? Do you have an obsession of having every single Disney DVD even though you probably will never watch Make My Music or Home on the Do you spend 
spend way more time and money on collecting Disney mugs than you really should. Do you like listening to two gay guys talk about Disney? <laughs> if you answered yes to the last question at least, <laughs> then you'll love the Dysfunctional Podcast. Yes! Find us on the dpod.com. That's all, folks! No, that's... No, that's Warner Brothers. Oh Do the Mickey one. Do the... God! No, what is it? What See a real... See a real... Alright, well, there's a new episode every other Saturday. See you on your iPods.